Well, it's a big privilege for me to be here this morning with you all. Uh, thank you to Pastor Todd to, to ask me to come and to share with you and open the Bible and just, uh, just we go together through the Psalms and we just, we're just going to share about Psalm 112. And I bring greetings from my dad. He said, pass down my greetings. He was here uh, like two years ago with me. So it was really good to meet, uh, to meet you all in that occasion. And we're really happy for everything that you're doing here on this place. So uh, we're really happy for the work that your church is doing um, on this place here in Waco. So thank you. I just want to, to share with you this morning Psalm 112. We're going to do it completely. Uh, but I just want before just going into, into everything there, I just want to go and, and read from Psalm 111, verse 10. So it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Let's pray. Father, we come in front of your presence giving thanks to you this morning because you brought us here and you gave us your word for us to, to learn from it and receive your word in our hearts. Thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit in us. And thank you for Christ who is sitting next to the Father interceding for us. So thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. And may this word be working in us too. So in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Something that we see here in Psalm 112 is in the way that this start. The first piece there, it says, praise the Lord. Why just start in a psalm saying, praise the Lord? Sometimes when we are receiving a letter or something like that, or a text, we just go and we try to see what is behind the first words. So sometimes when you receive a text from, from a friend, oh, hello, I'm doing okay, or if it is fine, then you, you know like, oh, he's really happy. Oh, if this, uh, this person is just writing you a text and saying, hey, I need a help from you. So then you go like, oh, I don't know what is going after this. But what is really good to see here is that the way that this song starts is saying, praise the Lord. So then you go and say, well, something good is going to come after this. Because if a person is just starting everything in God, that is the best place to start. But now we know why this, uh, why the author of Psalm 112 were just starting this song in that way. And it's, that's why I read before this, the verse 10, from Psalm 111. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In the Bible, there was a king that he was asking God, and everything that he was asking God, it was just wisdom. What we need today in our lives to start everything is wisdom. And the only wisdom that we need needs to come from God. That's the beginning of everything. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. So his praise is going to go forever. And that's why I just start 112 saying, praise the Lord. That's the best way to start the psalm, just referring everything that it has been coming before. We need to have in mind whenever we come to the book of Psalm, that the book of Psalm yeah, it's referring, and, and that's what the church has been singing for many years. 
to the book of Psalms is something that everybody just knows, and we know a lot of Psalms by memory, and we know that all of them were referring to, to Jesus, and there was something that they were just going and looking all everything that God has been working through the Old Testament, through Israel, and everything just there. So that's why Psalm 112 starts saying, praise the Lord. There's no better way, uh, way to start than just praising God. Everything in our lives depends on God. So that's why we can just end here and we can just say, well, we're dismissed. Because that's the best thing. Our main purpose in our lives is to praise the Lord. So now it is coming and saying after that, blessed is the man. That's something that everybody just wants to be. Everybody wants to be blessed. And everybody just wants to be a blessed person. So and when you meet people, so how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm, a, I'm blessed. I was blessed this morning. I'm just blessing. I'm receiving blessing and everything like that. That's the way everybody just speaks. And that's why we just want to be in that way. But there's something on this song that I really like. And it's the way that this song is going to go. So it's going to talk about now a blessed man. And what is going to happen, the result of this blessed man is going to do two things, and that is going to come after this. He's going to do two things, we're going to see the result of doing those two things. And then at the end, just in one verse, he's going to tell us what is going to happen with the other people when they see that blessed man doing those two things. So, so many times we don't know what's the main reason for us as Christians. What is our main points in our lives? And when I was a kid, I was just always asking my dad, like, hey dad, I know that the first question in our catechism is what is the purpose of man? Well, it's to live for Christ and do everything that he just wants us to do. So I, I was like, okay, I know that from the first question in our catechism, but how may I see that in my life? And that was something always in, in, in my head. That was something like one of the questions that I always was having in my head. What's, what is to see the Christian life just put it just there? Like, how a Christian, when we see a Christian, how that looks like? What will be like? The daily way of doing things? How is going to be his family? How is going to be everything that this Christian is going to have? And then one day, my dad just came and said, Hey, let's read all the, the Psalms in, in family worship. And when we came in, to, in Psalm 112, it was something like, that's the main reason for me. What is a Christian? What is to be a blessed man? Those, just those two things are going to, to bring to our life a big, big thing, like a lot of results in our, uh, in our life, in our families, and then this psalm is really complete for us, where it is going to say at the end what we're going to receive from others if we just go and do everything that God is asking us to do. Many times we just know the pieces that, what do I need to do? But then we never, or we sometimes forget what is going to be the result that we will have if we just obey God. And that for me as a Cuban, and I'm just here, uh, for me as a Cuban, this has a big, big uh, piece at the end of the soul. Because many times we don't want to go suffering, we don't want, you know, everybody just want to have the life like everything is in victory. 
and he talked to many people and how's your life? Oh, victory. For many of us, it, it is not always victory. But that's the result if we just obey God. And that's why I just one I, I was just coming uh, today and I said, I'm just going to, to open Psalm 112 with them and then just go through everything there and let's be encouraged how God is asking us to do things, letting us to know like just with two things, you're going to have all of this result in your life. And then at the end, you will see what they were facing in those days. Because everything of this is, this is God's word. And we're just getting everything out of there. Other people have been just going through everything of that. And they received the same results of everything that they were putting here. So now we're going to see how our, our lives are going to be in the same way that they were doing uh, or receiving everything there. So we were just looking at the beginning, praise the Lord. That's the best way to start. Second, a bless, uh, bless is the man. And here are the two things that is going to happen to them. Who greatly delight in his commandments. Uh, no, who fears the Lord and who greatly delights in his commandments. Those are the two things that a blessed man is going to to do. He's going to, to have, uh, he's going to fear the Lord, that's number one, and number two, he's, uh, he greatly delights in his commandments. What is to fear the Lord? And many times, many people just go and say, well, how do you fear the Lord? And for many of us, at the time of thinking about God, many people just go like, oh, God is going to to kill everybody, God is going to do this, God is going to do that. But for us as Christians, we need to know that fearing God for us is we don't want Him to get angry or we don't want to disappoint God. How many times in our life we just go and say, I'm going to do this no matter what is going to happen and, and I don't care if God gets angry or not. That's a really bad way of putting everything. We need to obey God, not in a way that we would just go to fear Him because He's going to kill us or to send or to send us to, to to hell. But we're just going to trust Him. We're going to obey Him. We're going to fear Him because we don't want Him to be angry. We just want to please God in a way that He will He will say, you know, this is my servant. So that's why we're, we need to fear the Lord. And in the second one, greatly delight in His commandments. We live in a society that is full of commandments. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to have a speaker in your car. You need to have this. You need to have 10 papers to this. My driver license is from Arizona. I'm moving to Texas. I cannot get a Texas driver license even I'm here because I need 10 pages of papers and this and that. And you need just to go and say, okay, I need to obey everything of that. Then it comes to the point that we have the Bible and God is telling us, this is everything you need to go and do. And then we go like, oh, I don't care. So then many times you obey so many other law and then you don't obey God's law. But one of the things for this man who is blessed is that he's going to delight in his commandments. What is that? Do you know the commandments from, uh, from God by memory? 
That's something that my dad started teaching me since I was a little kid. And that was really good for me. That was bringing me a big, a big result. Because then I didn't know sin until I knew the law of God. And that's something really big. So many times we just go and we don't know how to behave our ways. And the biggest uh, problem is because we do not know what God is commanding us to do. So a blessed man is going to fear the Lord because we want to please Him. And we're going to delight in His commandments. The law of God is not going to be for us something that we cannot carry. He's not going to put in us something that we cannot carry, we cannot take. And that's through Christ alone. Many people just go and try to do it. That's impossible. We were looking in the whole Bible. How many people were just going and trying to please God. But they couldn't do it. Because we can only please God through Christ. That's the only way. And that's why at the beginning start saying praise the Lord. When you start understanding why saying the whole time like praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's because it's just through Him alone is the only way that we can have or we can do these two things has, uh, that He's requiring us to do. Now we're going to see the result in our life if we fear the Lord and delight in His commandments. Now is where all of this is going to be getting like a little complicated for us to see what is going to be the result for us if we just go and obey God, fear the Lord, and greatly delight in His commandments. And number one is the verse number two. His offerings will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. In Genesis 22 and 18, we have there a promise about, about Christ, and we're having there a promise about the Son where everybody was going to be blessed through him. There's no way to be blessed if we just go and try to do things by ourselves. If you just go and read all of this saying, I'm going to be blessed because I just go and do this and this and this and this, there's no way for you to do it. Because we cannot do it by ourselves. There's no way for us to obey God or to please God if the Holy Spirit do not work in us. And that's why all of this start on the first verse, praise the Lord. And you can just read each, each one of the words or each one of the verses and put every word between all of those lines. Just go and put every, every word there, praise the Lord. So read one piece, praise the Lord. Read another piece, praise the Lord. Read another piece, praise the Lord. Why? Because for us it's impossible to do everything like that if God is not working in us. And that's why I start saying praise the Lord. Because everything needs to be through God. So we, we see that. And we, we know that this is going to be one of the results if we just go and obey and fear the Lord and greatly delight in His commandments. Verse number 3 is another one. Is another one. Wealth and riches are in the house, and his righteousness endures forever. Then we go and we say, hey, you see, it is saying there, 
wealth and riches. I don't see mine yet. Well, the problem is that he's not talking about money there. So if you're waiting, if you obey God, he's going to give you wealth and riches, and you think that this is money and everything, and to have a, a good car in front of your house and everything like that, just because you fear the Lord and greatly delight in his commandment, he's not talking about that there. So, bad news for you, you are not going to have that in front of your house just because of this. Because what he's talking about here is about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. He has been blessing us through the Holy Spirit. And what we're going to have in our houses and everywhere is everything that comes from God. There's a lot of people having a lot of money. There's a lot of people having a lot of cars, a lot of properties. But they don't have a marriage. Many of them, they don't have a family. Many of them, they don't have peace. They don't have joy. And why? Well, because everything that we're going to be receiving is through the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So if we just fear the Lord, greatly delight in His commandments, we're going to have this result. So if for you as a Christian, you are waiting to do these two things, and to receive something physical, that's not bad, it's really good too. But the main thing that you're going to be receiving from God is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And that's everything that we need. We need to be just doing everything for God's glory. We need to, what is really difficult to buy is what comes from God. There's no way for you or me to go and try to get from God things that He do not want to give, to give to us. There's no way. So in verse number 3, we're going to see this result in our lives. Wealth and riches are in the house, and His righteousness endures forever. Number 4, verse number 4, Lie down in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. There is another one that we're going to be receiving. Lie down in the darkness. That's something that everybody needs. Number one, and we hope that Todd or somebody from here can go to Cuba someday. Uh, and when we ask people to come and they, they agree, then we send a list, like things that you need to bring. Number one is bring a flashlight. Why is that? Well, because we need to see. How are you going to see if you don't have a light, if you don't have something to, to just to walk? That's something really interesting to see. How we're going to walk in this world trying to please who? Are we going to please God or are we going to please the world? And so many times we are in that uh, position that we don't know who we're going to, to please. And that, not, that needs to be something that we don't need to think about. Who are you going to please? Well, it's to be God. That's why I start saying, praise the Lord. You cannot praise God. You cannot praise the Lord if you are going to please something else. If you are going to try to get things out of Him, then you don't need to say, praise the Lord. Why are you going to say, praise the Lord? If you're not going to do everything that, that he requires you to do. So he is, he is gracious, merciful, and righteous. That's 
something that everybody wants to have. And everybody's just looking for friends like this. Well, you're going to be that good friend if you just fear the Lord and greatly delight in His commandments. If you're going to do something else, if you're not going to please God, then you're not going to be a good person. Because people are trying to be good people, good person, but out of God, there's no way for doing that. You cannot try to be as God. You cannot try to be like Jesus if you walk different than the way that he walks. So if you just want to be a blessed person, praising the Lord, you are going to fear the Lord, greatly delight in his commandments, and this is going to be the result that you are going to have in your lives. Verse number 5, continue describing everything. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. How many of us would like in our world, in our world to see justice? That's probably one of the, the biggest words that we will use in our days, justice. Probably if you just go and try to do whatever you want to do, the first thing that you're going to think about is, there's no justice in this world. And you're right, there's no. Why? Because this is just going to come with the people who fear the Lord and who greatly delight on His commandment. A person that do not fear the Lord and do not delight, and do not delight on His commandment, he's not going to have this result in his life. Why? Well, because they're not going to praise the, to praise the Lord and they're going to try to, to praise something else. Probably is themselves, probably is the company that they work for, probably is just because they want to, to receive everything physically. But a person who fears the Lord and greatly delights on His commandment is going to, to do everything at this. He's going to be generally and he's going to conduct his affairs with justice. Verse number 6, For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. This is something that is really complicated in our days. How can we not be moved? What is for us to be firm in everything that God wants us to be? In the Bible we see many of those images and, and we see in the New Testament a man was there's um, there were there were having a people in the sun building something, another one in the rock, and we see which one of them just stayed. Well, just the one who stayed in the rock, because that's only Christ. There's no other way. And many people are just moved, moving from here to there. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to walk. And why is that? Because they do not delight on His commandments. They don't want to just to say, God, just help me to walk on this world on the way that you want me to walk. For the righteous will never be moved. He's not going to be moved. He's not going to be traveling from one doctrine to another. He's not going to try to please other people than just God. At the time that you live on this world, who are you trying to please? The world? Or are you trying to please God? And that is something that we need always to be asking ourselves. Do you want to be moved? Do you want just to be from here to there, trying to find things 
by yourself or do you just want to be firm in a, in a place just firm in God so the righteous will never be moved he will be remembered forever number seven he's not afraid of bad news who is not afraid of bad news here we just learned something and I just had to go with my wife asking some other people because you know how here in Texas or well, well in the States you get this I think it's Ambar the word that you use for that you, you get this text saying uh, they stole a kid 3 o'clock in the morning and this and that and it's a black car and everything my wife was like what's look at this our kids is going to happen and I'm like hey Call. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> I just had to start asking for somebody to help me to get those armor things out of there. When we were moving here to Texas, people just started saying, okay, uh, now you need to be careful because of those, um, I don't know how you call it, those things that come and destroy your houses and everything. And she was like, what? No, we need to move out of Texas. Well, everywhere you're going to receive bad news, everywhere you're going to receive things like that. In QS hurricanes, here is just just those kind of things. But everywhere you will have things coming to your life, and you need to know if you're going to be afraid or not. But we are people that were afraid many times. Well, now here is saying that a blessed man is not going to be afraid. He's not afraid of bad news. You receive a phone call three o'clock in the morning. You will not think, oh, somebody's going to greet me and give me one million dollars. No. If you receive a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning, you will say, hey, really fast, because somebody's going to, to die or something. Because that's the way for us. But here he's saying, if you trust in the Lord, if you obey Him, and you just start doing everything you need to do, He is not going to be afraid of bad news. And why is this? Because we trust in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid. Everybody's afraid. That's why we can see Psalm 112 in a way that everything that is saying here are things that we face every day. There's not something here that we can say, well, this song is not for me today. That's why the church were singing always these songs. Why? Well, because they apply for every single day. It was written for them in their period, but we can see how all of this has an impact in our lives too. So, his heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. How many of us have not seen something like this happen in our lives? And we see a big, big enemy in whatever situation we, we have been, and our thing is just only we need to rest in God. There's no other way for us. Many times we try to fight our battles, and the result is we lose. And then as soon as we just start trusting in God and just resting on, on His arm, 
by faith, then we see how, how God will solve everything. And at the time of just reading everything of this, I can only remember how many times David was just there in that position. How many times David was at the point that they were going to destroy him or his people, and he was just resting in God. His heart is steady, he will not be afraid until he looks in trial on his adversaries. Verse 9, he has distributed freely, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. This is, um, we see this again quoted in 2 um, Corinthians 9, 9, where they were talking about the offerings and everything like that. And in many of the churches, whenever I'm traveling in Cuba, just visiting pastors and everything, at the time of, uh, of getting the, the offerings at the churches, they just go and read this part in, in 2 Corinthians 9, 9. They just go and, and read it there, and it's a quote from here. What one of the things that when you just go in many of the of the situation, what is really hard for people is to give, to help, to give up from their time, just to go and do things for God. But this person, he has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His word is exalted in honor. We're not going to be doing things because we just want to receive praise for ourselves. And that's why it's really good in the way that start. And put again there, between those lines, praise the Lord. We cannot do anything of that if that cannot be working us through God. The only way that we can do all of this is just because of God. If just one time you think that you can do these kind of things by yourself, then you are not reading Psalm 112 in the right way. Now it's coming to the best part of everything of this. Now we saw what is a blessed man who fears the Lord and greatly delight in his commandment. Then we will see how will be the life of this person. And now we're coming to the last piece. If just for us, as men and women here, this morning, we just go and do everything that God is asking us to do here, all of this is going to come as a result of fearing the Lord and walk and delighting on His commandment, then this is going to have a result in our life. And many times, we don't know why the churches is persecuted. Many times, we don't know why churches are persecuted. Many times we don't know what, why is going to come a bigger persecution to many others. But just look in Psalm 112, what is telling us here. The wicked man, the wicked man sees it and is happy. Is that what it says there? It is not. When a wicked man is going to see us, or you, or other Christians, he's going to be angry. And many times we hope and we want to see a world 
where you where you stand and say, I'm a Christian, oh, come, you are going to be the first one in the position. Oh, I'm going for an interview. I'm going to put just there, number one, I'm a Christian. I fear the Lord. I greatly delight on His commandment. And they're going to say, oh, this is the person I was waiting for. Well, it is not. It is not. Why? Here is the result. If you just want to please the world, then go and do reverse of everything that Psalm 112 is saying. But if you want just to obey God and praise the Lord, then this is the result that you will receive. The wicked man sees it and he is angry. He gnashes his teeth and melts away. How many times we see in the Bible, every time they are talking about what is going to happen in hell, where the teeth of the people are going to be like that? So it's not in heaven where people are going to be doing this. This is going to be the result of people that are really angry against the people of God. But those people of God, they will do this to them if they just fear the Lord and greatly delight in His commandments. If you start receding from the world and smile, just start looking, who are you pleasing? If you start just receding from wicked men, a big hug and saying, hey, really good, you are doing perfect, you are the best, that's why I love you. Start to ask to yourself, are you fearing God and delighting in His commandments? What are you doing with your life? And verse number 10 is helping my life a lot at the time of just living. What I'm going to receive from wicked men. And that is preparing me for knowing in the way that I'm behaving. The desire of the wicked will perish. That is going to be the, the, the final thing for them. Why? Because what God wants us to do is to fear the Lord and greatly delight in His commandments. Who are you pleasing? What are you doing in your life? Are you fearing God and greatly delighting in His commandments? Or are you trying to please the wicked man? Are you receiving a smile from the world? Or are you just having these people to be angry against the church and against God's people? Just look how many people are here today. If being a Christian is, it'll be something really easy, then Waco completely will be here. Just try to do a big party with everything that they want. There are going to be thousands of people. If you just tell them, come to a place where you're going to be taught in how to fear the Lord and greatly delight in His commandments, 
This is what you're going to have. And that's why we need to praise the Lord. If each one of us are here today, it's just because of God's grace. There's no way for us to receive everything at this because for us by nature, we are afraid, we are not firm, we move. Our tendency is just to, to try to go away from problems and from everything. But the good, the good news for us is praise the Lord because He has been doing everything in our favor. Something that, that the people who wrote this in the Old Testament, something that they had there, it was that they were waiting for one who was coming. They were just waiting for, the, for this man that they were praising there. They were waiting for him and he came, he died the cross, he saved us, we were not in the people that we were waiting for him, but he had us on his list, he died for us, and now through Christ alone is the only way for us to know that we are those blessed men that God has been chosen in Christ. So remember, everything starts in praising the Lord. Praise the Lord for everything that He has been working in us. Fear the Lord and greatly delight on His commandment is going to have a result in our life, is going to have a result in our families. It's a good result for us and God. It's a bad result for us and the wicked man. Who do you want to please? And that's one of the questions that I want you to get with you to your house. Me and my family will want to please God. What about yours? We want to obey God in everything. We don't want to receive a smile from the world. We want to receive the smile from God, saying, good servant, come and pass. But I know that everything of that is not because of me. And that's the more important piece. Everything of that is just because of God. Whenever you're going in something in your life, just go and read again Psalm 112, And just look everything that is going to come to your life and the result of your obedience to God. And always remember, it's better to please God than man. Let us pray this morning. Father, we want to give you thanks for sending the Holy Spirit to us. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for us. Without Jesus, it has been impossible for us to fear God, 
to greatly delight in His commandments. For everyone in the Bible has been impossible, for us it has been impossible too. But only for being united to Christ is when all of this is becoming a blessing for us. Help us to walk on this world trying to please you alone and nothing more else. Help us to know that in this world we're going to receive many things, many of them good, many others bad, but that's why we wait for you to return and for being with you forever. Thank you for that hope. Thank you for the hope that you have been given through Christ to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.